the 12th of July 2018. It's 9.30 in the evening and this is my Hearthstone Diary. So welcome back, episode 6. Um, wanted to talk about a couple of things today. I was going to do a, do another update on my sort of week in Hearthstone. Um, kind of kind of a week and a bit now into the uh, into the rotation so um into the new season so I want to talk a little bit about that obviously got some huge news as well with uh, the release of the expansion to talk about and um the the topic I wanted to discuss today was around the subject of playing to your outs just had a few thoughts on some of the deck choices that you can make playing to your outs I'm by no means an expert on it but I wanted to talk about some of my thoughts on it so yeah, I'll just get started with um with my week in Hearthstone. So the last few days have been pretty tense. Um it's not been going that well for me and I've been back in that rank five hell that I seem to find myself in so much. But I had a really a really good start, a really fast start to the season. I think within a couple of days I was rank three in, in wild and standard, which rank three is my is my best in wild, so that was already a really good achievement to get to there so soon and I managed to get within a couple of hours I managed to get into rank five from the the reset and then pushed my way up to rank three as well um it was I'm trying to remember what decks that I was playing I think the main one um was even warlock in standard I really liked that deck really enjoyed playing it and just had a really really good start played it all the way through to rank three and that was really good. Um, and I was, I was just, I had one evening where I was just playing really, really well, um, and just obviously hit a good pocket meta and, and a load of good matchups. Um, and in wild, I think I was playing a mixture. Uh, I actually started it off with um, Odd Paladin, and um, and just fast ran up to up to rank three, which was great. Um, since then. I don't know, Odd Paladin started to slow down for me a bit in Wild and I, d- I just kind of had to back out of it and drop back down to rank 5. And then Standard, even even Warlock started to fail for me as well and uh, and fell back to rank 5 in that. Um, and then just this evening, so I had a few days basically kind of kicking around with trying out different decks again and um, trying to work out what I wanted to play and it just felt like even Warlock wasn't going for me. And then... This evening I started with Odd Row because I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to switch it up. I'm going to go face um, and just try and play some quick games and, and build up a bit of momentum that way. And I got myself up to rank four and then it started dropping back down again. And I'm just kind of rank four and one star and bordering on going back into rank five again. So I don't know, maybe it will switch and change. I, I don't feel like Odd Rogue is necessarily a deck that I can climb with, but... Um, it's certainly a deck that is quite fun to play. It's, you can have quite quick games, and some of the wins are really good. And I've been playing a bit of Reno Lock um, in Wild, which has been a lot of fun. I've wanted to play that deck for a long time. Now got uh, Reno Jackson and, and Bran, uh, Bronzebeard as well, to to play that deck. I haven't got Marganis or Sylvanas. I know um, there's a few other kind of legendary cards you could put in. Um, and I'll think about, with the expansion, if I build up a good amount of dust and maybe spare a bit for for Malganis I've got a little bit in the pot but I kind of want to keep it aside um so I've kind of been enjoying that and um kind of coming on to the news in a minute about the expansion but 
uh, I, b I bought the um, 80 pack bundle which comes with uh, Mecha Jaraxxus so I've been kind of enjoying playing Warlock decks just to have that hero portrait out as well so that's kind of leading some of my play um, but I don't know I've been getting a bit tilted and, and feeling a bit rubbish about the way that I've been laddering with certain decks and I feel like I should go back to even Warlock you know I've seen like Wicked Good got a really early legend with, with even Warlock I've seen plenty of players hitting legend with it so certainly a deck that, that has um, staying power and can um, win quite a few matchups so I'll probably go back to it and, and just keep keep learning it keep working it out and, and the strategy um, for each game and each matchup and then in Wild I don't know I, I, I could go back to Old Paladin I could play a bit of even Shaman, um, but as long as I'm having fun with Reno Lock, I'm kind of okay with that, and it'd be good to learn. And although I know having some of those extra um, powerful cards would be good, I still think I've got you know I've still got a decent deck there, and most of the cards that you need to to build up some ahead of steam. So we'll see how the the laddering goes. But um, I'm off on holiday next week, so I'm not going to be recording a, a an episode next week, and I won't be playing any Hearthstone so it'd be actually quite nice to have a break as well um, and and just have a bit of a chill out from the game really um, kind of come back a bit fresh and I'm not too worried about you know like I said I've already hit rank 3 in both so pretty good kind of finishes already um, if I was to, to come back and just have a bit more fun before everything changes with the expansion so yeah we had the announcement a video came out on YouTube um, bit contentious because it kind of went down after a while and it looked like Blizzard kind of uh, and Team 5 released it by accident but um, it was a really really funny video I recommend anyone go and check it out just to learn about some of the new cards and the expansion and um, Dave Kozak and the team were, were hilarious and uh, I thought it was a really good um, a, a really good and fun video to, to announce the new expansion and I believe the date for it is the 7th of August as well which they told us this time so the expansion is called the Boomsday Project um, and kind of centred around Dr. Boom and I think it looks like kind of mechs and um, sort of science experiments and we've seen the first legendary spells as well which look like they're going to be a thing so um, and I think there was a kind of hint that uh, it looked like a um, a new kind of hero card um, which looks like a version of Dr. Boom and it's a warrior card so that's going to be really interesting when that gets announced as well and there's going to be the live stream for the card reveals uh, in a couple of weeks time so really really exciting the the bundle packages there's two bundle packages and um, i've gone for the 80 so far likely here's i'll probably end up getting the 50 as well you get some golden legendaries well you get one golden legendary per bundle and you can buy one of each so that's an amazing start and i've been building up a fairly good gold collection as well so um that'll be pretty uh I, you know i think i'll have a decent amount of packs to open and hope hopefully complete most of the set um when it's released or at least a good chunk of it anyway i had a pretty good run with the witchwood and i think i'm only like three legendaries short of the um the full set on that and then just some epics that uh epic cards that would need to to make up the collection as well so yeah really really exciting and obviously mecha draxis is the hero portrait came for warlock as well which has gone straight onto my um, collection because you can use that now so um so yeah really excited about that and uh, you know <laughs> I've talked a lot about this meta and I talk a lot on Twitter about enjoying the variety and being glad for all of that and I, I really am uh, happy with the the varied meta and, and the fact that you can play so many decks and 
I think it's really fun, but it can be really tilting and really stressful if you're if you're just hitting bad matchups and you just don't know what's coming. And new decks, you know, um, heal. Zoo Warlock has come out recently, and that's kind of the new hotness, and everyone's enjoying playing that as well. And um, I, you know, there's there's Egg Hunter and all sorts of um, new and wacky decks are coming out, and things like Control Priest find their way back into the meta, and yeah, it's just it's absolute wild west out there. Um, I was saying on one of the discords, um, the Happy Hearthstone Discord actually, which is really cool. That's uh, Andrew has managed to get that going, which is great. Um, and I was saying that sometimes I like to go to Wild just for a bit of consistency because <laughs> um, it seems like you hit more familiar decks there um, and kind of know what, when you see a um, a hero, um, you kind of know sort of what deck might be coming. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting time at the moment on Hearthstone um, and kind of interested to see how it plays out and, and like I say, have a nice break next week, come back, have a go at, at you know, the last week or two trying to um see if I can get better than rank three in, in one or both of the uh the formats and uh and then kind of gear up at the rotation of the um what's the the reset sorry um to uh to work towards that expansion release and, and uh enjoy all of the um all of the media stuff, all of the all of the Twitter and all of the uh podcasts that are doing card reveals and stuff like that. So yeah, gonna be um, gonna be really exciting. Um, the main topic that I wanted to talk about for this episode was around playing to your outs. So, I've heard some people talk about this recently, and like I say, I'm not certainly not an expert on it, but it's something that I'm learning. It's something that I've been considering a lot recently, because I think. So, my understanding of playing to your outs is that you need to know with the deck that you're playing what your um your win conditions are and that will change throughout the game of and, and for some decks there are different ways to win the game for some there are you know maybe kind of one or two ways for some there's multiple um and for some it's not necessarily as much as you can put your finger on it but just that um kind of steady play and and um wearing your your opponent down can be the the win condition so like i think for example even warlock from playing that doesn't really have a a win condition as such that you can name it's just a case of putting up bigger and bigger threats until you can wear your opponent down and and kind of beat them in the later game um but what i was thinking was that sometimes if you feel like you're struggling in a meta and you're finding it difficult to to get any traction thinking about decks that you understand the the win cons and how to play to your outs um can can be something that helps you get through those tough times and i think there's a few decks that have more obvious win conditions and um uh, uh, you know when even as the game develops the your your outs and your your win cons don't necessarily change that much and my thinking was that if you are struggling then sometimes it's worth looking at these decks as possibilities to play for a while because you can focus on on the the win condition that you understand so what is important to say is that I don't when I say understanding the win conditions a bit easier doesn't mean that the decks are easier to play 
there's no deck out there that's just easy to play and easy to win with and that's obviously why everything's so balanced and why it can be tough but there are certainly decks where it's easier to understand their win conditions and to know what you need to do to get to them now whether you can do that and whether you can play around the things that are going to stop you is where the difficulties come but at least you know what you're playing towards things like even warlock is it is a because you know and i mentioned that a few times because that's what i've played a lot of that's quite difficult to know what your outs are going to be because it can change from play to play and you don't necessarily know what you're kind of leading towards and, and how the cards fall as well but if you take an example like odd paladin and odd rogue which are kind of the main aggro decks that are out there the win conditions and the outs for them are much simpler to understand in that you're basically going face as much as possible and by that you want to be wearing down your opponent's life total as quickly as possible to lead yourself into a position where you can do kind of one turn worth of additional damage to finish them off so I've been playing a bit of Odd Rogue recently and the example for that is you want to be putting out threats putting down, getting your weapon on board, putting down things like Hench Clan Thug um, and Flappy Bird and um, maybe buffing um, a couple of your minions to, to hit some early damage and then you want to keep that going as much as you can chip away whilst protecting yourself until you can get something like a Leroy um, out and maybe buff that or with a bit of kind of buff your weapon or with the additional minions on board you've got enough damage to kind of get lethal and finish the game with odd paladin it's very similar you're you're going face as much as you possibly can again you're, you're that's your kind of out to win the game you're not really going to win it any other way other than going face and 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 beating your opponent as quickly as possible there are some games where it can go long and you you keep it going enough to find that finish but in general you want to be doing that as quickly as possible and with odd paladin your kind of main aim is to get some dudes to stick to the board that you can then buff up um and then kind of do that extra bit of damage um and if you if you play Leroy in that as well as another good finisher um you want to be buffing up those dudes in, in a number of ways and certainly in wild with odd paladin there's numerous ways there's numerous cards that you can um buff your your minions with so in standard your main one is kind of level up which is gonna plus two plus two to all of your dudes and, and give them taunt so sometimes that's good for protecting yourself as well you can get things like um you you can buff a couple of those or you can put a couple of minions down that also give them you know extra extra damage and find lethal that way another one that i thought about was token druid really hard deck to play it's not it's not easy at all and your win condition can be easily lost which is one of the big problems with that deck and why it's hard to pilot but if you can find the right time to play the minions out so that you're ready with your um with your buff cards to, to put the extra damage on then um you know that's that's what you're kind of leading towards um, and, and if you can find those outs at the right times that's when you're going to put the, the wins on the board no, none of those decks are easy to play by any stretch of the imagination but it is easier to understand the outs that they have and therefore you can focus on playing towards that with decks like 
you know what even even shadow walk shaman is is it's pretty clear what you need to do is you're getting to your shadow walk so you can play the the combos and then your shadow walk does all the damage at the end but that is a hard deck to put that together although you know what you're aiming for with some of the other decks it can be a bit harder to figure those things out and I think if you went through it like you can obviously pick out the win conditions and look them up but things like I guess where the real skill comes and where the difficulty comes is when those win conditions aren't achievable for example I know that like Malagos Druid is a really strong deck at the moment and a lot of people are doing quite well at reaching legend and, and obviously these you know you're seeing a lot of the good players doing this and it's always important to remember that the people that are regularly hitting legend and tweeting about it are quite often um, you know, very, very experienced, very good players who are more capable of doing that a lot earlier on. So you need to kind of, you know, you need to be careful of how you view that. But things like Malagos Druid, if you're, you know, you're looking to get Twig of the World Tree on board so you can put a Malagos out, you can break your Twig at the right time, get those extra mana crystals, You then you're copying... Um, the Malagos and um, then you're putting the damage in with your Moonfires or your Swipes or however you want to do it but if that breaks down how do you then find your outs and I think that's where it becomes more difficult with Token Druid like I said it's easy to lose you can if you're not careful lose your outs and but you have you have a few options and you can lead towards those you know you can you can use Whispering Woods and buff that with Soul of the Forest, well, and then put Soul of the Forest on, so that you've got the Death Rattle, and then you can buff those cards up and go for the attack. Or you can use Spreading Plague if you're playing a, um, a deck that's going to go wide on you. You can use Spreading Plague and do the same thing with Soul of the Forest, and then you've got Taunts in the way that are going to protect you. And people know what you're going to try and do with that, but if you play it right, you'll do it at a time when there's not a lot they can do about it. And sometimes that's about waiting, and sometimes it's about going early with it. Because sometimes if you can get, especially if you can ramp up, obviously if you get ramp and then um, you're, you've got access to those, you know, Whispering Woods and, and Soul of the Forest are um, four mana each. So if you can ramp yourself up to eight mana and you've got cards in hand, you can play that out before your opponent might have a chance to play any of the kind of big cards, the big mana cost cards that they need to, to clear or defend themselves. But Taken Druid's one of those ones where if you kind of lose your outs, it can be very hard to find um, find anything else to, to finish off the game. I think like Zoo Warlock's one of those ones where, again, you're putting out minions, you're going wide, and you want to be getting there early as possible because the longer the game goes on and the more your opponent's able to stabilise, the harder it is to find the win. But at least with that, you know that it's about getting minions out early, putting in a lot of damage early doors. You've got some decent um, ways of kind of putting those minions out with the heal um, combo and Happy Ghoul comes out for, for zero cost. And if you've got two of those in hand and you can start doing that on like turn one, two or three, you know, turn one with the coin, everyone knows the, the kind of combo that you can put out um, to get like quite a heavy statted board from, from turn two onwards. And sometimes that's just too much for your opponent to deal with. So if you are struggling, I think sometimes it's good to look at those decks that have those more obvious outs and those more obvious win conditions and try and play them and then you'll be able to learn the nuances and the differences in each matchup because you know what you're aiming for but with decks like Togwaggle Druid for example you kind of know what the main combo is but there's a few 
there's a few ways of winning that game but then it's very easy to not get there and to kind of miss a few things along the way and it's a lot harder to um, determine exactly how you're going to win each game because you've got to decide when to be defensive um, and when to go on the attack but mainly you want to be drawing cards you just don't want to leave yourself in a position where you your opponent's overrunning you and you you if you're always playing to the same combo then you're not going to win every game that way and so it's harder to determine in which game your like which strategy to go for and so you're learning different strat- strategies for different matchups whereas with odd rogue and odd paladin you you know that you're going to go face that's how you're going to win so um it's it's very hard to win any other way i know you obviously every deck you have to do damage to your opponent but you know those decks are more simple in in the fact that they kind of got one main win con that really is is kind of the only way you're going to do it and if that doesn't work then you know you've you've pretty much done everything you can in that game and you have to go on to the next one and try it again one of the things that i had to learn and be really careful of was playing the wrong strategy for those kind of games so you can fall into the trap like say you're playing odd rogue for example and this is something i tried to avoid to do today was putting too much focus on having full board control or taking away their minions when they're going to trade with you anyway so you might as well get the face damage in at the end of the day if you're in a position where you're putting on enough pressure to your opponent they're going to be focusing on clearing your minions rather than going face which allows you the time to keep putting threats down and saving those minions and saving those ways of attacking that give you extra damage the things like Leroy um, the any any charge minions you have in any of those or if you're in odd paladin you know you want to be sticking minions you want to be protecting your dudes because at the end of the day they're the ones that you can buff the most you don't want to be trading too much to leave yourself with it's all good and well having board control but if you've not got the right minions there or you've not put enough damage initially a lot of those decks that have mid to late games are going to start to stabilize and then you've missed your chance uh, you know you could talk through every matchup and I think for Odd Rogue some of the bad matchups are definitely the taunt um, matchups and definitely the um, like control mage for example because if they start getting their clearance spells their AoE on board and, and start wiping your minions you're going to really struggle to put any damage on and if they're then putting armor on um, you're you're kind of lost then to, to your wing con that can be frustrating knowing that your wing con's gone but at least you know then that you've done what you can in that game the other thing to to playing to your outs although a, a bit that I was kind of reading about is the game will obviously change as you go and you need to be able to adjust and some of the really strong players will understand how to adjust their outs to to win the game and that's why I think you know I go back to that thing about picking a deck that you understand what the win con is and it's fairly simple because you always know what you're aiming towards when the game starts to change and you need to think of new ways to win the game there are some decks that are capable of doing that that can take especially if you're trying to get some consistency with a deck or two if they're ones where the win cons can change quite a lot throughout a game then you need to understand what those are and i think if you're trying to pick a deck when you're struggling on the me- in the meta and you're trying to pick a deck that's going to help you get some consistency and pick up a few wins and get a positive win rate enough that you can do a, a climb at least a little bit then 
having decks that the wing con can change quite a lot is I feel a little bit harder to to kind of understand how to play those decks and that's going to lead you to being more frustrated um, another thing about playing to outs is sometimes you have to sacrifice good minions or good cards do something that seems a little bit counterintuitive or counterproductive to your normal win con in, in order to eke out the, the, the good result this can quite often be in a position where you're kind of losing or it feels like you're you're not getting bored so for example with odd rogue sometimes if you lose um kind of a bit of momentum or a bit of board control keep back some of your charge minions and then there comes a time when you're just going to have to go face you're going to have to try and burst as much damage as possible and hope that what they're doing either doesn't bring their health total back up too much or put too much armor on if it's a deck like that or put you in a position where you can survive a couple of turns and put that last few bits of damage in setting up lethal is something that is really hard to learn but when you start to get it the amount of times especially a few days back when i had that really good evening i noticed quite a few games i would win with exact lethal and i think that happens not just by chance and sometimes it is by chance and sometimes you just you top deck the right card that gives you that exact lethal but a lot of the times it's because you're setting it up and the reason you're setting it up and getting exact lethal is because you're playing to your out at the earliest possible opportunity a lot of the times you'll you'll have a little bit left over in terms of lethal and damage and you'll 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 go over that as well but that's fine but if you're setting up the lethal properly then when the right card is drawn or your opponent doesn't have what you're kind of waiting for then um then you that's when you quite often hit exact lethal and finish the game probably a turn earlier than maybe you would have done which might also have been the turn that they needed to stabilize that's where the real kind of trick to playing to your outs comes and that's something that I'm still learning and I'm definitely not um a pro at at all but I do find myself kind of learning to set that up a bit earlier that means that you're also thinking about your outs throughout the game and you're thinking about what you need to do to get there and that can t that can start two three turns earlier predicting what they're going to have as well and you have to sometimes you just have to play to the game where they don't get the one card that stops you because the chances are you know there's as much chance if not more especially if there's only like one card or maybe two cards that your opponent could get that will stop you then you you can't always play so cautiously that you're expecting those cards to come out because if they do come out fine they had them that's that but if they don't have them you're in the position where you can win the game example when you're playing against odd rogue if they've paid both valpine valpine slayers then you know that they're gone you know that they can't um they can't play them out and delete like a, a big taunt or something that they need to get through and so you put yourself in a position where you say well they've used both slayers now they they can't just delete a minion from the board anymore if i put a taunt or two down they're going to struggle to get through they're going to have to burn you know minions um kind of trading in in order to get through and that might be where you lose it so 
you know you have to hold some of those cards back as well in order to be able to set yourself lethal and sometimes going too early on those is is dangerous as well i remember wicked good talking about even warlock and saying that hellfire sure that's a good it's a good clearance spell but what you really want to be the the optimal way of using it if you can is that you clear your opponent's minions so that yours can get through and either you're doing lethal or you're putting too much damage on the board for them to get back from or you're putting them under a lot of pressure if you're just using hellfire to clear then you're kind of losing some of the initiative because when you're playing control lock you know a few months back you just want to be clearing minions because you want to work your way into your late game where you can start to put the real you know kind of the void daddies and everything else on board so that um it's impossible for your opponent to get through so you need to be understanding the the kind of differences in how those cards work as well and that's something that i found really interesting and started to use hellfire more for that you know defile can be used as your clearance and, and defile is good because if you can set that up you've got room to then put some big minions back on the board after it so playing to your outs is a i think a huge thing for me to keep learning and understanding and if you can find a way to get to your lethal and be thinking about okay what can I do in two turns what have I got in my hand what am I waiting for in my deck that if I get it in two turns from now can I be in the position where I can get lethal I I also think that's probably a in a in a big way I think that's probably a good a, a good mentality to have in in almost any matchup you're going into because the way to win the games is to be aggressive and win the games by getting their health total down before yours but if you're just playing really defensively all the time and expecting yourself to be beaten then all you're going to do is you're going to put you're going to make it difficult for your opponent to get to you but if they're playing to their outs and they're going for their win condition the chances are they're going to get there first unless your deck is literally set up to just defend and I I think control lock was an old deck that used to do that a lot and I think control mage now big spell mage is a deck that is very much about the late game it's about getting to Jet Foslich Jaina it's about clearing everything and that is kind of that classic control but a lot of the control decks now um, are and I don't think there's really like many out and out control decks you know I think control priest is also there and thereabouts but it's not one of the strongest decks in the meta at the moment but like Shadowhawk Shaman yeah you can call it a control deck because it has a long play but actually it's playing to a win condition it's playing to you know and yeah okay so it is kind of designed to clear your board but it's also it's it's really kind of a, a combo deck mixed with control so it doesn't have as many tools as like control mage does but it has like a big combo win at the end whereas control mage very much does just get to the point where you kind of overwhelm or you put so much um health gain you know elementals on the board that your opponent's just not going to be able to to knock you down any further but you've got a lot of there are you know with with zoo warlock coming in now there's a there are a few more aggro decks there are plenty of mid-range decks and they're all kind of playing to to win conditions that for some of those might be varied but for some of those are quite obvious and so i think that's where you're really gonna progress is is understanding where those decks are playing to and then trying to set that up as much as you can and if you do that you'll probably find you will hit lethal exact or very close a lot of the time because you're setting it up well 
So I think for me, it was like, that's why I went to Odd Road for a bit because I was like, look, I, I know what the wind condition is. It's not necessarily my favourite deck to play in the world. And you can just hit a load of matchups where they've got loads of taunts and loads of clearance and there's nothing you can do about it. But it's easier to understand the wind condition and therefore it's easier to be able to keep thinking about what can I do to set that up. The reasons why I struggled to kind of switch to things like Malagos Druid and um, Togwaggle Druid and even, you know, Control Mage sometimes um, is that I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to get to a win condition and I find myself playing very defensively and then not really being able to set something up and then every now and then you pull the combo off and you win from that but that's not giving you a positive win rate. So yeah, good way to to understand those win conditions and to get to that is of course, you know, going and watching people on Twitch and, you know, live streamers because they'll be playing to those outs a lot more and they'll find clever ways of getting to them as well, even when the going looks tough. Um, so I recommend, you know, reading guides, you know, going on discords, looking at Twitter and watching those live streamers and watching replays of tournaments and stuff like that because that's where you'll start to learn some of those clever tricks that you can do to kind of build yourself into a into a win condition kind of position. Um and that's the, the best way that you're going to learn as well. And then kind of trying to catch those moments when you can do something similar and then you'll find that you can implement that more and more. So that's my kind of feeling on, on playing to your outs. Um, really exciting times ahead for Hearthstone. I've got, we've got a really, I'm already liking the expansion. I'm liking the, the flavour of it. I'm liking the, the style and design already. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the other cards. And I think we've got a really good opportunity and should have a really exciting and kind of powerful meta coming up next next month. In the meantime, keep chipping away with those decks, keep practicing, try and stick to one or two if you can so that you can understand those those win conditions, so that you can understand the different matchups and how you might be able to get wins out and, and focus on looking at your win conditions in the matchups that are, are unfavoured, slightly unfavoured and, and even so that you can get those. You might not win you might have a positive win rate against some of those decks where you're unfavoured but if you can improve it and bring it closer to you know high 40% low 50% or, or 50% and just below that then at least you're not losing too many of those that when you are in your, your favoured matchups you are winning and, and therefore getting yourself a positive win rate so Good luck on that. If anyone's got any um, feelings or opinions or thoughts on playing to your outs, I'd be really interested to understand them for my own learning and, and for anyone who's listening to this as well. And, uh, and let's try and find um, those exact lethals and, and put a few more wins on the board. So, like I said, I won't be recording an episode next week, but I'll get one up and, and let you know how my trip to France was, going to Disneyland with the little one and camping, and it's going to be really exciting. So, I'm really, really looking forward to that and it'd be nice to get some real quality time with the family um, and, you know, focus on the, the real world outside of a, a kid's card game for a bit. So, um, so yeah, enjoy the enjoy the hype. Um, I'll see you all on Twitter. If you want to speak to me, contact me, then you can um, follow me, talk to me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, Grasler18. Uh, the Twitter for the... Um, uh, the the podcast is HS Diary underscore my. I've got an email address for the for the podcast as well, which is my Hearthstone Diary at gmail dot com. Um, and yeah, just come say hello. Let's have a chat. I'll see you, see you in some of the discords. And um, yeah, good luck. And I'll catch up with you soon. Cheers. Bye bye.